Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. And welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 Nash Icon on your radio dial. That's right. Join us again each and every weekday right here on 106.1 FM. Also, the iHeartRadio app, uh, TuneIn Radio app. That's our digital platforms, NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Also, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And, of course, the social media platforms are at Eric on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show 
on Instagram. So, um, again, check us out tonight at 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV for the first rebroadcast of the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, we had Garland Gillen on this afternoon at 1 o'clock. Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, um, also college basketball, as well as Sean Payton and his destinations. We're all on tap on today's program. If you miss us at 6 tonight, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, that's WLA-TV2. And then every Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. So a lot of ways to catch the program. My advice is if you're a avid uh, viewer to the program, just pick your favorite um, time and set your DVR. Um, or, again, we've got so many other rebroadcasts, like on WLA-TV 2 and 3. Uh, and, of course, the WLA-TV YouTube page has the program on. And all the eight previous programs, hard to believe, started the show in September of 2012. We are now in January of 2023. So, what, about 11 years now. Of, uh, of doing TV, 20 of radio, and it's been a it's been a fantastic ride, and a lot because of you guys uh, viewing the program, listening to the radio show, and of course our fantastic sponsors that make it happen, and of course you supporting those sponsors. So we thank all involved, the sponsors. We thank you for listening, whether you're listening on the podcast, over the airwaves at 106.1 FM, on our digital platforms, or on, on, on the World Wide Web. We appreciate it. And any way you can get the TV program, we appreciate you checking that out as well. Uh, speaking of our great sponsors, today is Thursday. So one of our, again, longtime sponsors, um, and of course it's the Oceana Group, Oceana Family of Restaurants is our sponsor for today. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Mears Cajun County Restaurant, and The Hideout Bar. All are open late. Uh, I was reading something on social media recently where, um, again, folks were complaining that they're in the city of New Orleans, they're here late, how can they find a, a late bite to eat? Uh, and people were just, you know, freaking out because the last time they were here, and this must have been much tourist, they were saying that, you know, that they could go anywhere uh, at night and, you know, 10, 11, 12, 1, 1 o'clock in the morning and still get something to eat. You still can at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Oceana Grill is open to 1 a.m. Mambo's is open to 1 a.m. Also, um, Old New Orleans Cookery open to 1 a.m. Bobby Avery's Cajun County Restaurant open till midnight. Uh, the Hideout Bar is open to 1, 2 in the morning. So, again, a lot of places uh, to, that are closing, but uh, one place that's open, and that's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Also, this Mardi Gras season, don't forget about Oceana when, when, and, and, of course, the Oceana Family of Restaurants for Mardi Gras. Both uh, the Old New Orleans Cookery and Mambo's have uh, balcony tickets available, and that's balcony tickets with, again, uh, food, drinks, everything all-inclusive. Uh, they're, they're available for you right now. Just get on the website of each particular um, restaurant, and you'll be able to uh, sign up for that. Uh, get, but get it now, get it fast, because those tickets go, I mean, they go fast. Uh, and, of course, there, there's different shifts. There's, there's afternoon, there's, there's uh, day, day tickets and night tickets, okay? So, that, again, you want to go during the day, during the night. Uh, you know, you, you choose your, your uh, time, uh, but it's, it, it's a great time. And, and, and the restaurants are fabulous. The food is great, great cocktails. And then, and of course, the Bourbon Street Balcony or even, even again, the rooftop bar over at Mambo's on, on a Mardi Gras. Get out of here. You know it's going to be nothing but fun. And also, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. This is hot in Metairie. Uh, the Metairie Parade route goes right in front of Bobby Bear. So, remember, you can rent out a parking spot. How great is that? 
Bobby Bear's food right there. Of course, you can have your own food set up in, 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 your, in the parking lot as well. Uh, there's a restroom right there, Bobby A. Bear's. Uh, you know, if you've got kids, it's kind of like, you know, I'm not saying they're sequestered, but again, it's kind of a central location for you. It's really a nice setup. Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant renting out parking spots for the Mardi Gras parades in Metairie. This half hour brought to you by our friends over at Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, 205 Bourbon Street, uh, open, open late, as I mentioned, till 1 a.m. Lunch and dinner serves seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail. And I do mean extraordinary. Uh, the mixologists are second to none. Uh, enjoy that again, overlooking Bourbon Street with their picture windows, uh, maybe in their authentic French Quarter courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Uh, take a picture on their world-famous steps, and then remember, not one but two Bourbon Street balconies with private rooms uh, and a private restaurant and private bar adjacent to that. Uh, fantastic menu that, again, is all your Cajun Creole cuisine favorites, but again, more than that. Uh, again, American cuisine, because we get a lot of tourists in town, that, you know, they want to stick to what they know, right? Uh, so again, a, a really a full menu for you. Perfect place to be able to bring friends, family. Maybe, again, you're going to date night. Maybe, again, you're trying to close that business deal. Old New Orleans Cookery. Again, um, find out more at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right. Uh, we got a couple minutes before we go to Gary Smith. Uh, he'll be joining us at 4.15 today, as usual. Uh, Jordy Collada moves up to 4.35 today. Ross Jackson will join us tomorrow at 5.15. Ali uh, Cassell joins us at 5.15, his normal slot. Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports will join us at 5.35. So that's the lineup for today. A lot of people worried about the Sean Payton situation. Don't worry about the Sean Payton situation, okay? Uh, Carolina named Frank Wrights as their coach today. He's out. I never thought Carolina would be a spot for him. Uh, it was going to we have to pay a premium for him going in the division. Uh, again, we, we know that Loomis is, is uh, allegedly or, or reportedly asking for um, asking for uh, uh, the, the Gruden deal, two number ones, two number twos, and some cash. Uh, now, of course, you know, they'll negotiate that out, but I think the two number ones need to be solid. You know, whether it's the twos or the threes or whatever it's going to be as far as the uh, the secondary choices, we'll see. Uh, uh, D'Amico Ryans is, is, is um, interviewing with Denver, uh, and everybody's saying, well, he's the guy. Well, a lot of people think he's the guy in Houston, too. And remember, in the NFL now, you have to, have to interview minority candidates. So every one of these teams, before they can, uh, they can hire – um, a uh, you know Peyton as a head coach, they have to hire at least interview a minority candidate. So you know that, that could be the situation in Denver where they're, they're interviewing D'Amico Ryan's, but at the same time again with an eye on Peyton. Uh, he's supposed to be able to inter- interview with Arizona, meaning Peyton. So we'll see how that plays out. D'Amico Ryan's is, is said to be the favorite uh, at Houston. We'll see again how it plays out. If, if ultimately he gets the Houston job, he gets the Houston job. Um, it's going to come down to again. Uh, who's willing to be able to reach the price the Saints want and then ultimately willing to pay Peyton what, what, uh, uh, what he wants to get paid, which, again, is a premium. So we'll see how it plays out. But, again, Peyton has been manipulating the situation since day one, uh, using his um, media contacts on a national level, going on podcasts and, re- and, and, and uh, uh, radio talk shows. And, of course, he's got his catbird seat at Fox as well. So, again, look, he's the hottest candidate out there. Saints need to be able to push for, again, the, the maximum they can get. Uh, in return. And I am not worried about if it doesn't happen this year. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Now, it hurts the Saints in the draft this year, okay? But, again, I still think that, that he will be a, as hot of a coach next year as he is this year. And as I mentioned on the program yesterday, we can see the Los Angeles Rams, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Chicago Bears, and the Dallas Cowboys all open up. Now, you tell me. To Los Angeles, where he's living right now, those two, those two um, uh, opportunities open up. You know, I think he's interested in one or, two, one or both. Chicago, again, right, not too far from his hometown. Are you kidding me? 
And then, of course, Dallas and, and of course, Jer- Jerry Jones, I said yesterday, it's been a generation since they were relevant, a generation since they won a, since they won a, a championship. So when, when you say that, Jerry Jones is getting old. At some point, he may just have to bite the bullet and say, you know what? I'm going after Sean Payton. I'm going to give him, uh, you know, the power he needs. And we already know that, again, Stephen, uh, his son, and Payton have a great relationship. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, be great if it happens this year, if they can get the maximum value. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. It is what it is. Let's talk Tulane. Let's talk UNO. Let's talk the local teams. Doing it, doing it for us each and every Thursday. Harry Smith uh, of the Wave Report. Uh, of course, which I think is the most comprehensive look at Tulane Athletics. Uh, also, again, NOLA.com. Uh, and he joins us each and every uh, week at this time. Gary, how are you, my friend? Doing good, doing good, Eric. What's your, what's your take on Peyton? Do you have one? Yeah, I do. I, I, I personally think that he's probably going to sit out this year. That's obviously not coming from sources or inside information. I just don't – I think you you laid it out. Well, I think the jobs that open up next year will be better <laughs> than the jobs that are – opening up this year and look he's an incredibly confident individual but he's a smart individual too and i it's i don't care how good a coach you are it's hard to win at some places if you don't have the right quarterback and i i I tend to think that just what you mentioned both la jobs and the dallas job are far more appealing than than the jobs that are that are that are open right now and i've I've seen the the positives i mean i i heard a lot of people thinking he was going to go to carolina that didn't pan out <laughs> um i just i don't know i i i if i i think he i i'd lean that he's probably going to sit out this year and 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 uh, have a have and wait for a better possibility next year but but we'll now, see. let me ask you this gary do you think it hurts the saints leverage i do not i don't uh, because the price no, is the I, price yeah, he's still going to be – he's not going to become any less – yeah, exactly. He's not going to become any less valuable if he sits out another year. So, no, I, yeah, I don't agree with that. I think, you again, you laid it out. Yeah, it'll hurt the Saints in the draft this year <laughs> right. um, if they're not getting that extra – at least one extra. I mean, it'd get a first-round pick back, maybe two. Right. Um, but yeah, they can wait a year. Um, and yep. the, the price is going to be the exact same next year. I agree. I 100% agree. But some really good news. First of all, how big was the turnout, uh, again, for the celebration of the Cotton Bowl on campus? Pretty impressive, huh? Especially for a deal that yeah. was that was not ideal weather and uh, was supposed to be on Saturday and was was moved to, to, to Sunday. The Tulane fans yeah. – Look, there's been a lot of reasons to criticize Tulane fans in, in over 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 the years, but mainly that's just because because they didn't put a product on the field that made people want to come. And you see the difference now that Tulane put a product on the field that people want to come, and boy, have they come! The, the Cotton Bowl attendance was amazing, and the attendance for that for that deal was really impressive, considering the short notice of the, the change of date, and 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 it being pretty cold and blustery. <laughs> Yeah, and so no, it's, it's another example of, of how this this um, the fans have bought into this team. Okay, Willie Fritz, I'm sure you were there with the interview where he talked about wanting to be the again Tulane coach yeah. for the rest of his career, so Tulane <laughs> coach for life, getting an extension to 2030. And the most impressive thing to me about that interview was that again, as soon as he finished recruiting, which I think ended on Wednesday, uh, that again he was going out fundraising for facilities mm-hmm. and for the athletic department, uh, getting that practice facility built, uh, etc which means, again, he's engaged. He said he's done it before in his career at other, at other smaller schools. Um, just a, It's a 180 for Tulane right now. It just mm-hmm. really is. 
Yeah, in all honesty, I wasn't there because I couldn't handle the change in day. I had a prior commitment. I was there for about two gotcha. minutes before it started, and then I had to be somewhere else. But I certainly I know about the interview you're, you're talking about. I don't actually put a whole lot of stock in a coach saying he's going to be somewhere for life. Um, right. We'll we'll see about that if another great offer comes in in, in, in the future. But. Mm-hmm. To me, the fact is he's the fact that he's here now is, is the key because that just hasn't happened at Tulane in the past. Every single time that Tulane had a breakthrough season, the next year that coach was gone. Every single yes. time, <laughs> Larry Smith gone, <laughs> Mac Brown breakthrough six and six that counted as a breakthrough gone. Um, right. <laughs> um, Bowden, Tommy Bowden gone. Um, keeping Willie Fritz just a mammoth deal. I, and I'm not saying I don't think it's impossible that he'll stay. I think, I think he actually, I think he does plan to stay for the rest of his career mm-hmm. and, and, and would have no problem staying here, but you know how those things work. <laughs> it's sure. just, you, yeah, you, yeah. you can't, you can't say that. And SEC and, yeah, call comes to call yeah, next it, year. He's gone. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but Hey, he, he, he's all in right now. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's just Tulane's, Situated is in a better position now than Tulane has been in my lifetime or your lifetime, and, and let's see if they can capitalize yep. on it. Well, and, and look, you and I have discussed this: the age factor there too. Sixty-two mm-hmm. will be sixty-three. Yep. You know, again, that just bodes well for Tulane. Okay, yeah. I mean, you it know, does. So you're saying you're saying he's going to be seventy mm-hmm. by the time the contract ends with this new extension if it goes to twenty thirty. So yeah. I think that, that that favors Tulane to be able to hold on to because most programs are going with coaches that skew younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we just we just talked about how the price for Sean Payton will not change at all next year because he'll be just as attractive. That you're right. That is not necessarily true with Willie Fritz because there is age bias in this business and in, in college athletics in particular right now. And yeah, the, each each year that passes with Willie Fritz in, in New Orleans, the likelihood of him not ever going obviously increases. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, we talked last week about the, the transfer portal. Tulane did very well there. Uh, next mm-hmm. week is National Signing Day. Are, are we going to see any more recruits coming in? Uh, for, because everything's always done in the early signing period now. Are there recruits yeah. that will be kind of lingering and coming in in this last signing period? You know, they're, they're, they're being very selective. They they had an official um, visit by one quarterback this, this past weekend. Um, pretty talented guy. Um, I'm blanking out on his name right now, but um, I'll get it for you in a second. <laughs> uh, there is he Carter um, from Centennial High in Corona, California. Um, yeah, Tulane, <laughs> Tulane has enough quarterbacks, but, but uh, yeah, you, you know for sure that next year is going to be Michael Pratt's last year, even though he technically could come back <laughs> for, for, for another year. After right. that, we don't know what Justin Ibietta's status is going to be with his um, torn labrum for the for the second time. Kai Horton, if he stays, is there. But and, and they've got some other quarterbacks on the roster. But you don't ever turn down a highly rated quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the, the guy after he visited on the weekend tweeted that he had a great visit. So yeah, it, but they'll be very selective. One or two guys is the most I think that they're okay. gonna that they're they're gonna get. And you, you mentioned the portal. They've had, they've gotten eight guys. In, in, through, through the portal and, and the latest Andre Sam, a safety from Marshall, who I think was all was honorable mention all conference USA. Um, he's mm-hmm. following um, his, his defensive coordinator to Tulane. Yes. Um, and, and, and also the other thing, when you can tell a program has arrived, Cam Carroll transferring out yeah. probably would have been Tulane's four string running back next year. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, he had a great year in 2020, didn't mm-hmm. really follow it up um, in 2021, then broke his foot in the first game this year. He transferred to the University of Florida. Um, right. <laughs> this is a guy who probably was not going to play a huge role at Tulane this year, and Florida 
thought he was worthy uh, of a scholarship for, for his final he's year. A, he's uh, a good back. A, he's a good player. Just another example right. of, of, of how this program has developed. That just <laughs> that I mean, a, a, a two-lane backup transferring to a Power 5 school um, that's won national championships. Yeah. Amen to that one. I like to hear mm-hmm. that. I mean, I don't like to hear yeah. transferring, but again, the, the, <laughs> the fact that, again, other big schools are, mm-hmm. are vying for their players, that tells you everything you need to know. What yep. a big one last night for the Wave men. You know, oh Wichita State has been a – it's been like a desert trying to win mm-hmm. at Wichita State, right? And, of yeah. course, again, uh, 18 points down. Uh, you, you wrote a great article on it today. Talk a bit about it. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a huge win. It was it was it was a it was a game that was basically set up for Tulane to lose. This is a tired basketball team that had not had a break. That's gone through a ton of injuries. Um, they lost to Tulsa, which sounds like a horrendous loss, and it wasn't good on paper because Tulsa that's their only conference win all year. But Tulane was without Kevin Cross. They had the game. They were up four points in the last forty seconds, and then a series of sort of fluky events happened, and Tulane ended up losing that game in overtime. Going to a Wichita State team that's also struggling, but is a lot, but is better than better than Tulsa. It was just set up for Tulane to fail. They got down. They played like it for the first 15 minutes. I, I tweeted. I think that was the worst 15 minutes that Tulane's played in the last two years in conference play um, under Ron Hunter, and 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 they came back and won anyway because this is just an unbelievably talented offensive basketball team. Uh, Jalen Cook, who's not had a great year. Had a hamstring injury at the beginning of the year. It's kind of just been a little off kilter. Unbelievable second half. He had nine rebounds. He's a five foot eleven guy. He he that, yeah, that was his career high in rebounds. He was fighting on the boards. He was getting steals. He was making clutch shots. Jalen Forbes twenty three points in the second half in overtime. He 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 was his normal self. Um, Cook back from his from missing the one game with the with the with the not Cook, <laughs> um, Kevin Cross back with, from the one game that he missed with the shoulder injury. He was terrific down the stretch. And Tulane uh, first comes back from an 18-point deficit, which is the biggest deficit they've overcome in the in the Ron Hunter era. Then they fell behind by eight because they were tired, and and they 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 kind of they let their foot off the gas. Came back from that in the last two minutes and 30 seconds, forced four consecutive turnovers to get to that point. Then had a total blown defensive assignment when they were going to win the game, allow a wide open three. They didn't let that affect him either. That overtime, just absolutely awesome offensively. To, to, just to put it in perspective, Wichita State missed their first shot in overtime, and then their last shot in overtime, which was meaningless, a three-pointer at the buzzer when they were down five. Wichita State hit every other shot they attempted in overtime, and Tulane still won by five because <laughs> Tulane went eight for nine. Eight pos- nine possessions, eight baskets, a lot of threes, three-point plays, perfect execution, everybody involved. Just a, It was a tremendous win under the circumstances, mm-hmm. a tie- basketball team that was kind of feeling bad about themselves after losing at Tulsa and I think that was the game and Ron Hunter had the quote he said this is the game they're going to look back when they talk about seeding and everything else at the end of the game and feel like end of the year and feel like that was the difference maker I really feel I still feel like this Tulane team has an excellent chance to finish second in the American Athletic Conference well, behind they're not you. that far out now they're, no, they're, they're not. They're, they're only two they're games one game out behind of, of first place. One game behind right. Temple for, for second, and they beat right. Temple easily on the road, and they get a, re- a rematch with Temple. In fact, let me put it this way. I think Tulane's going to finish second mm-hmm. in the American right. Athletic Conference. I mean, Houston isn't out of the, out of reach, but yeah, yeah Houston, mm-hmm. they're, they're on a different level from, from everybody in sure. the league, despite their, their slip-up at home against Temple um, over the weekend. But uh, I just – this the office of talent on this team is just spectacular. There's no other way to put it. When mm-hmm. Kevin Cross and Jalen Cook and Jalen Forbes are all playing at the same time, 
there's no there, there's there's nobody in the league other than Houston that can handle that. If Tulane right. if if they're if Tulane is, is playing with focus and 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 and, and discipline and, and is healthy, and I, I really I really think you're going to see a huge run by this team in the second half of the year here. Yeah, so do I. I mean, again, I, and, and you said it since the beginning. You said it last year. This was going to be a mm-hmm. good basketball team this year, and it's yeah. come to fruition. There's no doubt about it. Uh, meanwhile, in the Southland, uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, Garland Gillen he talks about like he said it this way today on the TV show, like something we talk about all the time. It's all about the tournament, right? With the Southland, yeah. because that's how yeah. you get the automatic bid to the NCAA. But with that said, Southeast is at five and two, mm-hmm. uh, leading the conference. Nickel State's at five and two. It's kind of the, there's a, a tie there. Uh, four and three, uh, Northwestern State, and then the two Texas A&Ms are, are coming in at four and three. HBU, then UNO at three and four. Uh, six and twelve overall, but they're not that far away yeah. from going from again from what was it six to to second. Yeah, it, it, you know it was. Uh, it's funny. I I covered both UNO games last week. A very disappointing week for UNO, obviously. Yes. Especially Northwestern State is actually a really talented basketball team. They mm-hmm. probably the most talented team in the league. They came in, played a great game on Saturday. That's not the issue. The issue was the losing to Texas A&M Commerce, the first year mm-hmm. Division One program when UNO was up double digits at halftime. Yep. Mark Schlesinger said they were, he was going to be kicking himself about that all year. That was a that was a tough one. And, and like you said, whoever you think is going to win the league, that's the team that's not going to win the league. That, that's how that, he said. That's how balanced it is right now. And this is truly you hear people say it. It's actually true that any team in the league mm-hmm. can beat any other team in the league. Holman Road this year. There's no true. elite team. There's no t- terrible team. And so yeah, it, it, UNO put themselves behind the eight ball. Obviously, they could be they could be tied for if they'd have beaten Texas A and M Commerce, they would been mm-hmm. tied for first place they right. lost that game lost on saturday now they're in seventh place <laughs> right. in teams southeastern and Nichols are right up there um any it, it, it's still anybody's game um for in uno's case you know they they obviously they play at southeastern tonight and they have the rematch on saturday you know has mm-hmm. to win at least one of those two right. um to, to stay you know in, in within striking distance but but anything anything's in play and you know, that conference because the tournament means everything to that conference they set it up so that if you don't finish in the top two in the league right it mm-hmm. makes it a lot harder to win the tournament. If you don't finish in the top four in the league, forget it, because you got to play right. four games in four days, while the top two seeds don't only have to play two games in two 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 get. That's not happening. So this is a really important time for UNO. They need to they need to find a way to finish in the top four. Southeastern and Nichols will be probably will be in the in the running to to, to for those those two seeds that get the double bye. But uh, yeah, anybody's guess because anybody can beat anybody in that league. No doubt. And of course, Loyola eleven and one, sixteen and three overall, uh, and and of course, uh, and they are, um, I believe, fifteenth right now in the NAIA. Uh, so yeah, they're fifteenth, yes, yeah. in the NAIA. So again, another, another good season. We talked about it last week. Change the coach, change the players. Mm-hmm. They're still rolling. Doesn't matter. Their women's <laughs> team is playing well. Quietly, yeah. Tulane's women's team playing very well as well. Uh, and of course, LSU's been a juggernaut with their women's team yeah. up in Baton Rouge. Yeah, that, that Kim Mulkey can coach a little bit and, and recruit a little bit. Uh, just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> she, she could play pretty good basketball back in her day that, as well. That, that too. <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, before I let you go, just quickly, because uh, I got about a minute. Uh, Kansas City, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, who you like? I 
I, I like Cincinnati before the playoffs started, and I have the tweet to prove it. I picked Cincinnati mm-hmm. and San Francisco to make the Super Bowl. I said I okay. wasn't that confident on both. I'm more confident on Cincinnati because I'm a Joe Burrow guy. So it's yep. great, plain and simple. That dude doesn't lose important games. Look, nothing's impossible. It, it, I, I would pick Cincinnati to win that game, even if Mahomes was totally healthy. Mm-hmm. With Mahomes not healthy, I really will be surprised if Cincinnati doesn't win that game. The only, only concern is that, you know, Kansas City, they've lost to him three straight times. They're sick of losing to him. Uh, they're they're going to throw everything they have to, to try to reverse it. But if it's a close game at the end, <laughs> my money's on Joe Burrow, even over Patrick Mahomes, and that, that that's saying a lot. San Francisco, I have them beating Philly. That's a tougher one. They, Philly, I've underestimated them all year long, so I might as well underest, underestimate them one more week. They beat a pretty an overrated Giants team that had overachieved. I'm not that impressed with that result. I just think San Francisco is the more balanced team, but Philly at home obviously has a right. real chance in that one. Always a pleasure, my friend. Tell the folks about your fantastic website and how folks can follow you on social media. Sure. The website is Tulane.Rivals.com, TheWaveReport.com. Um, again, Tulane's not going to get a lot of signees in this uh, this period coming up in February, but full coverage. They're going to have some more visitors this weekend. You can tune in to go to that website tomorrow. You'll get the full list of who's visiting, uh, what the situation is there. Um, Twitter at, at Gare Smith, um, G-U-E-R Smith. Um, certainly was giving constant updates of the Tulane basketball mm-hmm. game last night at, at Wichita State. And NOLA.com blanket coverage as usual, uh, and I will be covering the the UNO Southeastern game this Saturday for them. So uh, again, that that's that that's going to be a big game for both teams. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Thank you, my friend. We'll check with you with you next week as always. Yep. Thanks for having me on. You got it, Gary Smith. Again, Wave Report, NOLA.com, Times Picayune. All right, don't forget about Burkhardt, ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You need problems. You got problems with the AC system, heating system. Because we're in that yo-yo time of year, right? It's winter time. I'll call my friends at Burkhardt. They'll be there for you. As again, Nate certified technicians are only doing the work that's necessary. 15 trucks in the field, 30 minute courtesy call for they come to your home. It's Burkhardt. That's ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. I'll just make it simple for you. Go with the company I've trusted over 30 years. You can trust them as well. It's Burkhardt. ACPromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. All are open. All open seven days a week. All will be open during Mardi Gras. Remember, don't forget about your Mardi Gras tickets for the balconies over at uh, Old New Orleans Cookery and also Mambo's. And, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant selling uh, um, a parking lot spots uh, for the Metairie Parades. All right, coming up next is Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell has $2 grilled chicken burritos that come in two bold flavors, Chipotle Ranch and Salsa Verde. They're bursting with grilled chicken and delicious sauces. Get your $2 grilled chicken burrito at participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only, while supplies last. Price and participation vary. Tax extra. 
Delays are solid if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection from Stomp Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling on the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. In the meantime, delays are solid. 10 eastbound from just past City Park to Orleans and delays pick back, pick back up. 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from North Claiborne to Canal. Also look out for delays solid. 10 westbound from the airport to Williams. Look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side right at Canal Boulevard. And school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson broadcasting for the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save at a fair price, and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by, again, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, the Hideout Bar, and, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Canada Restaurant. Voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Folks, you can go head over there, and you remember Mardi Gras, they are selling parking spots. You can rent a parking spot uh, for the Metairie uh, uh, parades. Also, again, amazing cocktails, incredible beer selection, a menu that includes, again, New Orleans favorites, but also great American fare, uh, and, of course, where a place where you can catch every single game that's on. 30-plus TV screens. 
screens, even have uh, TVs in the restroom. You'll never miss a play. Uh, Bobby Bear's Kids Kind of Restaurant's unique, perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture, authentic Louisiana cuisine. Uh, the memorabilia there is like museum-type memorabilia, one-of-a-kind items. You can spend an afternoon just walking around, checking out all the memorabilia. Open seven days a week, open late, 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa, lunch and dinner at Bobby Bear's. Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, so good. Thanks to Gary Smith for joining us on the program. Now we head up to Baton Rouge. Our good friend Jordy Collada of the Jordy Collada Show is with us. His show is absolutely fantastic. If you've not checked it out, again, I don't know what you're waiting on. He's taking the digital platform by storm. He now, again, has seven shows that are that are on his his platform uh, that are doing very, very well. Uh, again, he's really growing on that platform. But, but again, informative. Uh, also, again, very entertaining. It's the Jordy Collada Show each and every weekday, 7 to 9 on, uh, on YouTube. And he joins us every week on our program as well, and I'm happy he does. Jordy, how are you, bud? Hey, it's good to be back with you, man. I appreciate you adjusting with me. Um, any, anytime, anytime, my friend. First of all, again, congratulations on the nuptials, uh, and I hope you and your family are doing well. Hope you're feeling better. I uh, wanted to jump into, first of all, uh, with you, would you just uh, piggyback on, on, on the programming and what you got going on with, again, all the shows on your platform, your show, so folks can find that? Yeah, I appreciate that. We're, we're 7 and 9 a.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, and then obviously with baseball seasons right here, we're, we're excited about Mikey Matuk and his second season of podcasting with us. They've agreed to a deal with Jay Johnson every Monday night. Johnson's going to be on with Matuk and Jared Mitchell. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that program, doing some good things. And then the Will Wade Show, uh, the Will Wade Podcast, has been doing some really good stuff of, just kind of breaking down basketball and keeping up with coach Wade and what he's got going on. And uh, it's been, it's been fun to, to see that, that, that show grow. So all of that is accessible at FM digital media. And uh, like I say, we, we get it going between seven and 9 a.m. each day that you can find us on YouTube as well. And the beautiful thing about the show is you can pick it up anytime on YouTube. So let's say 7 to 9, you can't do it. You're trying to get the kids to school, this, that. Maybe you got it going on in the car. Uh, but you can watch that at your at your leisure. So, again, remember, Jordy Collada Show on YouTube. Make sure, again, you subscribe. Hey, Jordy, first of all, I want to I go back to, again, the transfer portal. LSU ranked yep. between first and third across the nation with all the, again, those that really follow this in terms of the transfer portal. Yes, they lost Walker Howard, but they brought in a lot of really good good football players they did and really the last one that they brought in he might have been might have been the best prospect in omar spate who is out of oklahoma out of oregon state and was a three-year starter and their captain up there logged over 300 tackles and when you're talking about um when you're talking about somebody that needed uh, a position of need for lsu they had a huge need at linebacker and go out and get spites uh, the way that they did to close up their transfer portal run was uh, was really impressive. Uh, you know, on the heels of the defensive backs that they brought in, uh, including Denver Harris, who's a midseason All-American for Texas A&M as a freshman at, at cornerback. So um, they cleaned up. You know, this is the second year in a row that we've seen Brian mm-hmm. Kelly and his staff really take the needs uh, of the roster and, and fill them with some really high-end players. Now, do you think they'll be active on National Signing Day, or is it going to be the second um, uh, 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 transfer portal uh, session where, again, they'll be, much, they'll be aggressive once again? Oh, I think it'll be both. I think that we, we will continue to see LSU just stay active in recruiting, you know, whether it's the portal, whether it's high school, or excuse me, yeah, whether it's, uh, it's incoming high school talent. 
Um, you know, they they still need to to replace this roster. They still need to to fill some needs on this roster. Uh, and you know, they're not going to stop until um, you know they get that done. Um, really looks good for next year again, even with Walker Howard moving on. Uh, your 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 impressions of Walker Howard moving on and then moving uh, to Ole Miss instead of what everybody thought was the number one uh, team on his list, TCU. Yeah, I was surprised to see Walker Howard choose Ole Miss, really. I think a lot of people were. I, I don't think anybody anticipated him going to Ole Miss when he put his name into the portal and you know, you see Spencer Sanders transfer in from Oklahoma State. He, he's a guy that looks like he'll probably have the first chance to, uh, you know, to, to, to take those snaps. Um, so, you know, I mean, Howard's kind of in a similar situation that he was in LSU. Whether he just needed a change in atmosphere or whatever it may have been, uh, you know, that's where he is now. And, and like I said, look, Walker Howard will always be somebody that we pull for or I pull for, you know, having his roots here in South Louisiana and somebody that, you know, he, that that decision came down to something that you know I really don't think that we all understand mm-hmm. all the parameters of, of what went into that. You know, I mean, Walker Howard lost his mom at a very pivotal age in his life. She was an LSU athlete. His dad was an LSU quarterback. You know, if you don't know what happened to his dad while he was here, he had a very traumatic experience with a road game at Auburn that you know he threw mm-hmm. four interceptions and uh, you know he came home to to death threats and. You know, local radio hosts wanting to fight him and, you know, all types of things that we can't even really fathom. And, you know, to have a son that that could possibly, uh, you know, endure the same thing or or go through the same stuff, it's just something I don't – we can't relate to. We don't don't know the full story. You know, we don't know all of of what went into that decision. So, you know, I I think that it's easy to support Walker Howard – you know, every game that he plays, except for one Saturday each fall when sure. he's going up against LSU. Uh, you know, he 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 loves LSU. His family loves LSU. It just didn't work out for him. And you know, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people hate that. I hate the fact that you won't be able to watch him play and see him play in purple and gold. But you know, this is just kind of the way that it shook out. And, and this is something that I think LSU fans are, are, are really going to have to adapt and get ready to to to, to experience. And you know, it's not so much losing the hometown kid, but, you know, losing a quarterback every year. I think that Mm -hmm. you're you're probably on pace with the way that they're recruiting it, where you've got, you know, really high-end guys that that are there. And, you know, for the last two years, they've had three, you know, last year with Brennan and Nussmeyer and and Howard. And this year you had three more with Daniels and and Nussmeyer and and, and Howard. And, you know, it's just, you're going to lose one. You're going to lose one every year just because I think that's the nature of the position and, you know, that's the nature of the game now in college football where it's easy to pack up and go somewhere else. Uh, No doubt. And, again, look, uh, I've said it since day one, the transfer portal uh, swings both ways. Uh, You're going to lose some. You're going to win some. You just hope you're you're getting – you're in in the black more than you're in the red. And, look, just the way things are now. You know, kids, if they don't get to play within a year or so, they look at the landscape, they're going to go elsewhere. And uh, whether it's NIL, opportunity, whatever it is, uh, you know, again, you got to re-recruit those guys every single day. And uh, in some cases, you can recruit them. You can give them all the opportunity in the world, but they're going to go elsewhere. And, And you can't control it. That's right. That's right. And look, that's when you hear Brian Kelly and you hear his staff talk about it, that's that's pretty much the mentality that they have. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's a monster. It's a monster that, you know, you can you, you can you can get some success from, but you might get bitten by, you know, every every now and again. And uh, I, I think that they understand that. 
um, that you know this is like you you mentioned and, and I agree with you. This is just this is this is the way of the world now. Mm-hmm. This is this is how it works, um, and you know it, it, it's going to be like this. I think every year as LSU recruits at a very high level. Yeah, I would agree. Um, the men's team is having some struggles right now. If you could pin down the one thing that you think that this team is lacking and why they're uh, in the situation they are in right now, his last uh, seven games, uh, I think it's, what is it, one and seven or one and six in, 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 the, in the conference now. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, getting blown out, uh, which, again, is, is, uh, is not something uh, they've done. Losers seven in a row, so they're one and seven uh, in conference. Um, just uh, to me, it's shooting. Uh, but to yeah. you, where, where, as, you're, as you see these, these games night after night, what are your thoughts? Well, I think that's the easy answer. I think it's, it's offense. You know, I mean, they just lack an offensive threat. But more than anything, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's talent. You know, I mean, they just they don't have that guy that you can mm-hmm. look at in a, in a, on, on a bad team and say, go get us 30. You know, go, go get, you know, 25 tonight. Um, you know, that guy just doesn't exist. I mean, when, when you struggle to score 40, in league play, and when you consistently can't get to sixty, you know you got you got some real real issues at this level. I mean, if you're at the Power Five SEC level and you can't score, you know, forty two points on the road in conference play, I mean, you know, you're a long long way off yep. just from a, a talent standpoint. I mean, you know, talented guys can roll the ball out there and score fifty. You know, I mean, sixty points. Um, they just they don't have they don't have the dude that can say hey look I, I know they're going to double team me tonight and I'm going to still get you 25 points and you know I, I know right. that those guys don't exist a lot in college basketball but when you got a team like LSU does where you know there's really, I, I've never seen a team so disrespected offensively I mean the way that they are defending mm-hmm. I mean teams just back off of them I mean it's like it's like watching a, a pickup game at the park that, I mean, that's a great point. Just, you know, you just they, they just step away from them and almost mm-hmm. say like, "Go ahead, shoot it." You know, I yeah. dare you to shoot it. Um, and and really, the, the sad part about it is they they don't even pull the trigger. Then you mm-hmm. know, I mean, they they do a they 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 just don't have any type of scoring threat. There's no confidence there. Men's team is twelve and eight, uh, one and seven uh, in conference. Meanwhile, Kim Mulkey is tearing up the entire Southeastern Conference. Talk a bit about that. Well, they're on fire, man. I mean, they won 20 in a row. They, I mean, they've got probably, you know, one of the best players in the country in Angel Reese. Uh, you know, she's she's a, a walking double-double. Uh, you know, they've, they've got a huge game coming up Monday night with Tennessee that I think is going to be sold out. they got a huge game on the road in a couple of weeks versus South Carolina that everybody in the country is going to be paying attention mm-hmm. to as, as they're the, you know, the only two remaining undefeated teams left in, in college basketball. So, you know, look, it's it's a monster. I mean, she has created a, an absolute monster in 16 months. And, you know, the recruiting class that she has coming in next year, you know, three of them are McDonald's All-Americans. One of them's the number one player in the country. The other one's the top post player in the country. I mean, you know, there's no signs of slowing down. It's a it's must-watch television. You know, it's must-watch yep. TV. It's must-watch mm-hmm. basketball. If you had the chance to get out and see it, you got to do it because it's just – you can feel it, man. It's just it's a lot different than anything that we've seen around here in a long time. Yeah, I would agree. Handicap the Sean Payton sweepstakes for me, if you would, before we finish up. Yeah, look, I think that it's interesting to see how this thing's playing out, man. It really is. I think that, you know, the more this thing kind of draws out, the more I think an option for Payton is, is to possibly go back to the television booth. You know, I mean, I think that, 
you know, he may get out there and, and hear everything that he wants to hear, and he may not have that perfect scenario uh, that, that fits him. But, you know, r- right now I, I still believe that Houston is the dark horse here just because of, of, of what they have to offer. Uh, and I think that Denver, you know, probably feels the best uh, of, of, of where they are. So, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see how, how it totally shakes out here. But I, I still believe that, you know, it's a real option for him to just stay with television. Yeah. I'm of the opinion it does not hurt the Saints' leverage at all. Next year it could be the Rams, could be the Chargers, could be Dallas Absolutely. and Chicago, all with openings. To me, that's better jobs than what he has right now. I agree. I agree, and I think he he sees that. You know, I think that he's got enough smart people around the game, he's so well connected to it that you know he, he's he's not desperate. He doesn't have to jump. He can wait on a situation that 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 he can you know kind of script himself. And I I think that's. That's something that, that, that's real, and I agree with you. He's still going to be Sean Payton next year. Yep. So yes. from, from, from a leverage standpoint, he's still who he is. He still brings what, what, what he does to the team and to the, and to the program immediately, uh, and there's still going to be a high price for that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Kansas City, Cincinnati, who you like? I like Burrow. You know, I mean, I, mm-hmm. with my heart, obviously, but I think that this Mahomes sure. situation is real. I mean, I think that he's – I agree. He's hurt, man. You, you can tell. You, Vegas knows he's hurt. Uh, you can tell by the way that he played immediately after that, that snap that, that he was hurt. Uh, and I think that the way that, you know, Cincinnati and, and Joey and the, the crew is playing right now, when he's playing with that confidence and that swagger, I mean, I'm not going to vote. You know, I mean, I'm not betting against him. So I you. think that, uh, you know, I, I like Cincinnati. I, I think that they're playing with a confidence that you got to have right now. Yeah. How about Philly, San Francisco? You got you got a. a, a, a... Uh, an opinion? Yeah, you know, I think it's going to be a physical game. Man, this uh-huh. is going to be a brawl. Uh, yes. But, you know, from, from just a, a fist fight standpoint, it's going to be one that you got to watch. I think Philly has been from wire to wire a better team. I, I love San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I love their mentality. I love their coach. I love the way that they, right. they play. I, I think Philly has, you know, just been too consistently good all year. When you look at, I think when it comes down to quarterback position, and they, they have the advantage with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the play caller is probably Kyle Shanahan, but the player is going to be Hurts. And yes. you know, I, I think that you know the home field is probably going to make a difference here. And mm-hmm. I'll go Philly, Cincinnati, Super Bowl. There you go. Tell us about your fantastic shows, your great platform, and how folks can follow you on social media. Easiest way to do it is just hit us on social at Colada Show. You can keep up with everything there, man. We got uh, clips from shows. Uh, we've got links to, to other shows that you can find. So if you're looking for us, just hit us on social media at Colada Show and catch us every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on YouTube. Beautiful. Thanks, Jordy. Appreciate the time. Good luck on the game this evening. Thank you. See you. You got it. There he goes. Uh, Jordy Collada. His son's actually playing basketball uh, tonight. So, again, uh, hey, man, I remember those days. I, I loved it. I loved playing it. <laughs> I loved coaching it. I loved being around it. Uh, and I miss it. I mean, I still have dreams on playing basketball, and I haven't played basketball in 30 years, okay? Uh, I miss the game. And uh, once you get involved in it, coaching kids, nothing better. I coached my son, coached uh, over, over at St. Francis Sissy when I, was, when I got out of school. So uh, th- those are great times, man. If you got a chance in your lifetime uh, to give time to, to whether it's a playground, a school, uh, your, your, your children are playing, get involved and coach because it is – uh, it's a great opportunity uh, to be able to really get out there and give back. But also, again, it's it's great for you, uh, and, and it's great for the kids as well. All right. 
Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, the Hideout Bar. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. All have a fantastic menu for you, great cocktails. Make sure, again, if uh, you're looking for the Mardi Gras season, the place to go, they are the perfect places to hang out, whether you're going on the balcony uh, at the restaurants or, or again, uh, grabbing a bite to eat or, or, or a cocktail. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Yes, even during the Mardi Gras season, they're working for you. They have after-hour service for you, but also, uh, again, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. If you're looking for a company that will uh, that will treat you like family, it's Burkhardt. But look, look at this. Don't sign that contract with any other company until if you're looking for a new system for air conditioning or heating system or maybe a generator for your home or business, commercial, industrial, residential, don't sign that contract with any other company to you. Call my friends at Burkhardt. Um, let them come out and give you a price. Let, let find out what I've known for 30 years, the confidence, again, the, uh, the, 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 that they instill in, in you, and also, again, the service you'll get. Uh, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save at a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's.
Is your tub worn out, but you're not sure who to trust to replace it? With over 2 million successful bath remodels, people trust Bathfitter because we know how to do it right. We've been custom designing and manufacturing baths for over 35 years. Our unique tub-over-tub -tub installation takes as little as a day with no demo to fit your busy schedule. And we offer a lifetime warranty on every tub. That's how confident we are in our quality and durability. Bathfitter, it just fits. Visit bathfitter.com to book your free consultation. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. For a truly wild experience this Saturday, head to the fairgrounds, race course, and slots for the return of their exotic animal racing featuring zebras, camels, and more. Post time is 1 p.m. Next, get ready to dance the night away. Saturday night at the Metropolitan Nightclub on Andrew Higgins Boulevard with Jason Ross performing live. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, log on to whereyat.com and click on our community calendar. Or sign up for the Whereyat weekly e-blast to get the latest email directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. All right, folks, don't forget about the uh, Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill. Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and the High Nile Bar. All are open late, all are open seven days a week. And, of course, Mardi Gras at the Oceana Family Restaurants are second to none. Again, uh, planning your Mardi Gras plans, make sure you do it at the Oceana Family Restaurant. Eric Asher with you till 6. We'll be right back. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com.
kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. And welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 Nash Icon on your radio dial. That's right. Join us again each and every weekday right here on 106.1 FM. Also, the iHeartRadio app, uh, TuneIn Radio app. That's our digital platforms, NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Also, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base. On your favorite podcasting platform, search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And, of course, the social media platforms are at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. So, um, again, check us out tonight at 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV for the first rebroadcast of the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, we had Garland Gillen on this afternoon at 1 o'clock. Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, um, also college basketball, as well as Sean Payton and his destinations. We're all on tap on today's program. If you miss us at 6 tonight, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, that's WLAE-TV 2. And then every Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. So a lot of ways to catch the program. My advice is if you're a avid uh, viewer to the program, just pick your favorite um, time and set your DVR. Um, or, again, we've got so many other rebroadcasts, like on WLA-TV 2 and 3. Uh, and, of course, the WLA-TV YouTube page has the program on. And all the eight previous programs, hard to believe, started the show in September of 2012. We are now in January of 2023. So, what, about 11 years now. Of, uh, of doing TV, 20 of radio, and it's been a been a fantastic ride, and a lot because of you guys. Uh, viewing the program, listening to the radio show, and, of course, our fantastic sponsors that make it happen, and, of course, you supporting those sponsors. So we thank all involved, the sponsors. We thank you for listening, whether you're listening on the podcast, over the airwaves at 106.1 FM, on our digital platforms, or on, on, on the World Wide Web. We appreciate it. In any way you can get the TV program, we appreciate you checking that out as well. Uh, speaking of our great sponsors, today is Thursday. So one of our, again, longtime sponsors, um, and, of course, it's the Oceana Group. Oceana Family of Restaurants is our sponsor for today. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Mears Cajun County Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. All are open late. Uh, I was reading something on social media recently where, um, again, folks were complaining that they're in the city of New Orleans, they're here late, how can they find a, a late bite to eat? Uh, and people were just, you know, freaking out because the last time they were here, and this must have been much tourist, they were saying that, you know, that they could go anywhere uh, at night and, you know, 10, 11, 12, 1, 1 o'clock in the morning and still get something to eat. You still can at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Oceana Grill is open to 1 a.m. Mambo's is open to 1 a.m. Also, um, 
Old New Orleans Cookery open to 1 a.m. Bobby Avery's Cajun County Restaurant open to midnight. Uh, the hideout bar is open to 1, 2 in the morning. So, again, a lot of places uh, to, that are closing, but uh, one place that's open, and that's the Oceana Family Restaurants. Also, this Mardi Gras season, don't forget about Oceana when, when, and, and, of course, the Oceana Family Restaurants for Mardi Gras. Both uh, the Old New Orleans Cookery and Mambo's have uh, balcony tickets available, and that's balcony tickets with, again, uh, food, drinks, everything all-inclusive. Uh, they're, they're available for you right now. Just get on the website of each particular um, restaurant, and you'll be able to uh, sign up for that, uh, get, but get it now, get it fast, because those tickets go, I mean, they go fast. Uh, and, of course, there, there's different shifts. There's, there's afternoon, there's, there's uh, day, day tickets and night tickets, okay? So, that, again, you want to go during the day, during the night, uh, you know, you, you choose your, your uh, time. Uh, but it's, it, it's a great time. And, and the restaurants are fabulous. The food is great, great cocktails. And, then, and of course, the Bourbon Street Balcony or even, even, again, the rooftop bar over at Mambo's on, on a Mardi Gras, get out of here. You know it's going to be nothing but fun. And also, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, this is hot in Metairie. Uh, the Metairie Parade route goes right in front of Bobby Bear's. So, remember, you can rent out a parking spot. How great is that? Bobby Bear's food right there. Of course, you can have your own food set up in, 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 your, in the parking lot as well. Uh, there's a restroom right there at Bobby Bear's. Uh, you know, if you've got kids, it's kind of like, you know, I'm not saying they're sequestered, but, again, it's kind of a central location for you. It's really a nice setup. Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant renting out parking spots for the Mardi Gras parades in Metairie. This half hour brought to you by our friends over at Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, 205 Bourbon Street, uh, open, open late, as I mentioned, to 1 a.m. Lunch and dinner serves seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail, and I do mean extraordinary. Uh, the mixologists are second to none. Uh, enjoy that again, overlooking Bourbon Street with their picture windows, uh, maybe in their authentic French Quarter courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Uh, take a picture on their world-famous steps, and then remember, not one but two Bourbon Street balconies with private rooms uh, and a private restaurant and private bar adjacent to that. Uh, fantastic menu that, again, is all your Cajun Creole cuisine favorites, but again, more than that. Uh, again, American cuisine, because we get a lot of tourists in town, that, you know, they want to stick to what they know, right? Uh, so again, a, a really a full menu for you. Perfect place to be able to bring friends, family. Maybe, again, you're going to date night. Maybe, again, you're trying to close that business deal. Old New Orleans Cookery. Again, um, find out more at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right. Uh, we got a couple minutes before we go to Gary Smith. Uh, he'll be joining us at 4.15 today, as usual. Uh, Jordy Collada moves up to 4.35 today. Ross Jackson will join us tomorrow at 5.15. Uh, Ali Cassell joins us at 5.15, his normal slot. Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports will join us at 5.35. So that's the lineup for today. A lot of people worried about the Sean Payton situation. Don't worry about the Sean Payton situation, okay? Uh, Carolina named Frank Wrights as their coach today. He's out. I never thought Carolina would be a spot for him. Uh, it was going to have to pay a premium for him going in the division. Um, again, we, we know that Loomis is, is uh, allegedly or, or reportedly asking for um, asking for uh, uh, the, the Gruden deal, two number ones, two number twos, and some cash. Uh, now, of course, you know, they'll negotiate that out, but I think the two number ones need to be solid. You know, whether it's the twos or the threes or whatever it's going to be as far as the uh, the secondary choices, we'll see. Uh, uh, D'Amico Ryans is, is, is um, interviewing with Denver, uh, and everybody's saying, well, he's the guy. Well, a lot of people think he's the guy in Houston, too. And remember, in the NFL now, you have to, uh, have to interview minority candidates. So every one of these teams, before they can, uh, they can hire – um, a uh, you know Peyton as a head coach, they have to hire at least interview a minority candidate. So you know that, that could be the situation in Denver where they're, they're interviewing D'Amico Ryan's, but at the same time again with an eye on Peyton. Uh, he's supposed to be able to interview with Arizona, meaning Peyton. 
So we'll see how that plays out. D'Amico Ryans is, is said to be the favorite uh, at Houston. We'll see, again, how it plays out. If, if ultimately he gets the Houston job, he gets the Houston job. Um, it's going to come down to, again, uh, who's willing to be able to reach the price the Saints want and then ultimately willing to pay Peyton what, what, uh, uh, what he wants to get paid, which, again, is a premium. So we'll see how it plays out. But, again, Peyton has been manipulating the situation since day one, uh, using his um, media contacts on a national level, going on podcasts and, 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 and uh, uh, radio talk shows. And, of course, he's got his catbird seat at Fox as well. So, again, look, he's the hottest candidate out there. Saints need to be able to push for, again, the, the maximum they can get. Uh, in return. And I am not worried about if it doesn't happen this year. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Now, it hurts the Saints in the draft this year, okay? But, again, I still think that, that he will be a, as hot of a coach next year as he is this year. And as I mentioned on the program yesterday, we can see the Los Angeles Rams, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Chicago Bears, and the Dallas Cowboys all open up. Now, you tell me. To Los Angeles, where he's living right now, those two those two um, uh, opportunities open up. You know, I think he's interested in one or two, one or both. Chicago, again, right, not too far from his hometown. Are you kidding me? And then, of course, Dallas, and and of course, Jer- Jerry Jones. I said yesterday, it's been a generation since they were relevant. A generation since they won a, since they won a championship. So when when you say that, Jerry Jones is getting old. At some point, he may just have to bite the bullet and say, you know what. I'm going after Sean Payton. I'm going to give him, uh, you know, the power he needs. And we already know that, again, Stephen, uh, his son, and Payton have a great relationship. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, be great if it happens this year, if they can get the maximum value. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. It is what it is. Let's talk Tulane. Let's talk UNO. Let's talk the local teams. Doing it, doing it for us each and every Thursday. Harry Smith uh, of the Wave Report. Uh, of course, which I think is the most comprehensive look at Tulane athletics. Uh, also, again, NOLA.com. Uh, and he joins us each and every uh, week at this time. Gary, how are you, my friend? Doing good, doing good, Eric. What's your, what's your take on Peyton? Do you have one? Yeah, I do. I, I personally think that he's probably going to sit out this year. That's obviously not coming from sources or inside information. I just don't – I think you you laid it out. Well, I think the jobs that open up next year will be better <laughs> than the jobs that are – opening up this year and look he's an incredibly confident individual but he's a smart individual too and i it's i don't care how good a coach you are it's hard to win at some places if you don't have the right quarterback and i i I tend to think that just what you mentioned both la jobs and the dallas job are far more appealing than than the jobs that are that are that are open right now and i've I've seen the the positives i mean i i heard a lot of people thinking he was going to go to carolina that didn't pan out <laughs> um i just i don't know i didn't i i if i i think he i i lean that he's probably going to sit out this year and 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 uh, have a have and wait for a better possibility next year but but we'll now, let me ask you this gary do you think it hurts the saints leverage i do not i don't uh, because the price no, is the I, price I, yeah, he's still going to be – he's not going to become any less – yeah, exactly. He's not going to become any less valuable if he sits out another year. So, no, I, yeah, I don't agree with that. I think, you again, you laid it out. Yeah, it'll hurt the Saints in the draft this year <laughs> um, right. if they're not getting that extra – at least one extra. I mean, it'd get a first-round pick back, maybe two. Right. Um, but yeah, they can wait a year. Um, and yep. the, the price is going to be the exact same next year. I agree. I 100% agree. Boy, some really good news. First of all, how big was the turnout, uh, again, for the celebration of the Cotton Bowl on campus? Pretty impressive, huh? Especially for a deal that yeah. was that was not ideal weather and uh, was supposed to be on Saturday and was was moved to, to, to Sunday. The Tulane fans yeah. – Look, there's been a lot of reasons to criticize Tulane fans in, in over 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 the years, but mainly that's just because they didn't put a product on the field that made people want to come. And 
you see the difference now that Tulane put a product on the field that people want to come and boy have they come the, the cotton bowl attendance was amazing and the attendance for that for that deal was really impressive considering the short notice of the, the change of date and 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 it being pretty cold and blustery yeah and so no it's, it's another example of, of how this this um the fans have bought into this team Okay, Willie Fritz, I'm sure you were there with the interview where he talked about wanting to be the again Tulane coach yeah. for the rest of his career, so Tulane <laughs> coach for life, getting an extension to 2030. And the most impressive thing to me about that interview was that, again, as soon as he finished recruiting, which I think ended on Wednesday, uh, that, again, he was going out fundraising for facilities mm-hmm. and for the athletic department, uh, getting that practice facility built, uh, et cetera which means, again, he's engaged. He said he's done it before in his career at other, at other smaller schools. Um, just a, It's a 180 for Tulane right now. It just really is. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, I wasn't there because I couldn't handle the change in, in day. I had a prior commitment. I was there for about two gotcha. minutes before it started, and then I, I had to be somewhere else. But I certainly I know about the interview you're, you're, you're talking about. I don't actually put a whole lot of stock in a coach saying he's going to be somewhere for life. Um, right. We'll we'll see about that if another great offer comes in in, in, in the future. But. Mm-hmm. To me, the fact is he's the fact that he's here now is, is the key because that just hasn't happened at Tulane in the past. Every single time that Tulane had a breakthrough season, the next year that coach was gone. Every single yes. time, Larry Smith gone, mm-hmm. Mac Brown breakthrough six and six that counted as a breakthrough gone. Um, right. yeah, um, Bowd, Tommy Bowden gone. Um, keeping Willie Fritz just a mammoth deal. I, and I'm not saying I don't think it's impossible that he'll stay. I think, I think he actually, I think he does plan to stay for the rest of his career mm-hmm. and, and, and would have no problem staying here, but you know how those things work. <laughs> it's sure. just, you, yeah, you, yeah. you can't, you can't say that. And SEC and, call yeah, comes to call yeah, next year. He's gone. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but Hey, he, he, he's all in right now. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's just Tulane's, Situated is in a better position now than Tulane has been in my lifetime or your lifetime, and, and let's see if they can capitalize yep. on it. Well, and, and look, you know, I have discussed this the age factor there, too. 62 mm-hmm. will be 63. Yep. You know, again, that just bodes well for Tulane. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you it know, does. So you're, saying, you're saying he's going to be 70 mm-hmm. by the time the contract ends with this new extension if it goes to 2030. So yeah. I think that, that that favors Tulane to be able to hold on to because most programs are going with coaches that skew mm-hmm. younger. Yeah, and we just we just talked about how the price for Sean Payton will not change at all next year because he'll be just as attractive. That you're right. That is not necessarily true with Willie Fritz because there is age bias in this business and in, in college athletics in particular right now. And yeah, the, each each year that passes with Willie Fritz in, in New Orleans, the likelihood of him not ever going obviously increases. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, we talked last week about the, the transfer portal. Tulane did very well there. Uh, next mm-hmm. week is National Signing Day. Are, are we going to see any more recruits coming in? Uh, uh, for, because everything's always done in the early signing period now. Are there recruits yeah. that will be kind of lingering and coming in in this last signing they're, period? You know, they're, they're, they're being very selected. They, they had an official um, visit by one quarterback this, this past weekend. Um, pretty talented guy. Um, I'm blanking out on his name right now, but um, I'll get it for you in a second. <laughs> uh, there is Izzy Carter um, from Centennial High in Corona, California. Um, yeah, Tulane, <laughs> Tulane has enough quarterbacks, but, but uh, yeah, 
you know for sure that next year is going to be Michael Pratt's last year, even though he technically could come back <laughs> for for another year after right. that. We don't know what Justin Ibietta's status is going to be with his um, torn labrum for the for the second time. Kai Horton, if he stays, is there. But and, and they've got some other quarterbacks on the roster. But you don't ever turn down a highly rated quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the, the guy after he visited on the weekend tweeted that he had a great visit. So, yeah, it, but they'll be very selective. One or two guys is the most I think that they're gonna that they're they're gonna get. And you, you mentioned the portal; they've had, they've gotten eight guys in, in, in through, through the portal, and, and the latest Andre Sam, a safety from Marshall, who I think was all was honorable mention All Conference USA. Um, he's mm-hmm. following um, his his defensive coordinator to Tulane, yes. um, and, and and also the other thing when you can tell a program has arrived, Cam Carroll. Transferring out yeah. probably would have been Tulane's four-string running back next year. Yeah. That, that's I mean he had a great year in 2020, didn't mm-hmm. really follow it up um, in 2021, then broke his foot in the first game this year. He transferred to the University of Florida. Um, <laughs> this is a guy who probably was not going to play a huge role at Tulane this year, and Florida thought he was worthy uh, of a scholarship for for his final he's year. A, he's a good back. Thing. He's a good player. Just another example right. of, of of how this program has developed. That just that I mean, a, a, a two lane backup transferring to a power five school um, that's won national championships. Yeah. Amen to that one. I like to hear mm-hmm. that. I mean, I don't like to hear yeah. transferring, but again, the, the, <laughs> the fact that again other big schools are, mm-hmm. are vying for their players that tells you everything you need to know. What yep. a big one last night for the Wave men. You know, oh, Wichita State has been a it's been like a desert trying to win mm-hmm. at Wichita State, right? And of yeah. course, again, uh, eighteen points down. Uh, you you wrote a great article on it today. Talk a little bit about it. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a huge win. It was it was it was a it was a game that was basically set up for Tulane to lose. This is a tired basketball team that had not had a break. That's gone through a ton of injuries. Um, they lost to Tulsa, which sounds like a horrendous loss, and it wasn't good on paper because Tulsa—that's their only conference win all year. But Tulane was without Kevin Cross. They had the game. They were up four points in the last forty seconds, and then a series of sort of fluky events happened, and Tulane ended up losing that game in overtime. Going to a Wichita State team that's also struggling, but is a lot, but is better than better than Tulsa. It was just set up for Tulane to fail. They got down. They played like it for the first 15 minutes. I, I tweeted. I think that was the worst 15 minutes that Tulane's played in the last two years in conference play um, under Ron Hunter, and 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 they came back and won anyway because this is just an unbelievably talented offensive basketball team. Uh, Jalen Cook, who's not had a great year. Had a hamstring injury at the beginning of the year. It's kind of just been a little off kilter. Unbelievable second half. He had nine rebounds. He's a five foot eleven guy. He, he that, yeah, that was his career high in rebounds. He was fighting on the boards. He was getting steals. He was making clutch shots. Jalen Forbes, twenty three points in the second half in overtime. He 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 was his normal self. Um, Cook back from his from missing the one game with the with the with the not Cook, <laughs> um, Kevin Cross back with, from the one game that he missed with the shoulder injury. He was terrific down the stretch. And uh, Tulane first comes back from an 18-point deficit, which is the biggest deficit they've overcome in the in the Ron Hunter era. Then they fell behind by eight because they were tired, and and they 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 kind of they let their foot off the gas. Came back from that in the last two minutes and 30 seconds, forced four consecutive turnovers to get to that point. Then had a total blown defensive assignment when they were going to win the game, allow a wide open three. 
they didn't let that affect him either. That overtime, just absolutely awesome offensively. To, to, just to put it in perspective, Wichita State missed their first shot in overtime and then their last shot in overtime, which was meaningless, a three-pointer at the buzzer when they were down five. Wichita State hit every other shot they attempted in overtime, and Tulane still won by five because <laughs> Tulane went eight for nine. Eight, nine possessions, eight baskets, a lot of threes, three-point plays, perfect execution, everybody involved. Just a, It was a tremendous win under the circumstances, mm-hmm. a tired basketball team that was kind of feeling bad about themselves after losing at Tulsa, and I think that was the game. And Ron Hunter had the quote. He said, this is the game they're going to look back when they talk about seeding and everything else at the end of the game and feel like end of the year and feel like that was the difference maker. I really feel, I still feel like this Tulane team has an excellent chance to finish second in the American Athletic Conference well, behind. They're not that far out now. They're, no, they're, they're not. They're, they're only they're two they're games one game out of first place. One game behind right. Temple for, for second, and they beat Temple right. easily on the road, and they get a, re- a rematch with Temple at home. In fact, let me put it this way. I think Tulane's going to finish second mm-hmm. in the American right. Athletic Conference. I mean, Houston isn't out of the, out of reach, but yeah, yeah, Houston, mm-hmm. they're they're on a different level from, from everybody in, in sure. the league despite their, their slip-up at home against Temple um, over the weekend. But uh, I just – this the office of talent on this team is just spectacular. There's no other way to put it. When mm-hmm. Kevin Cross and Jalen Cook and Jalen Forbes are all playing at the same time, there's no there, there's there's nobody in the league other than Houston that can handle that. If Tulane right. if if they're if Tulane is, is playing with focus and 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 and, and discipline and, and is healthy, and I, I really I really think you're going to see a huge run by this team in the second half of the year here. Yeah, so do I. I mean, again, I, and, and you said it since the beginning. You said it last year. This was going to be mm-hmm. a good basketball team this year, and it's yeah. come to fruition. There's no doubt about it. Uh, meanwhile, in the Southland, uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, Garland Gillen he talks about like he said it this way today on the TV show, like something we talk about all the time. It's all about the tournament, right? With the South. Yeah. Because that's how yeah. you get the automatic bid to the NCAA. But with that said, Southeast is at five and two, mm-hmm. uh, leading the conference. Nickel State's at five and two. It's kind of a, there's a, a tie there. Uh, four and three, uh, Northwestern State, and then the two Texas A&Ms are, are coming in at four and three. HBU, then UNO at three and four. Uh, six and twelve overall, but they're not that far away yeah. from going from again from what was it six to, to second. Yeah, it, it, you know, it was. Uh, it's funny. I I covered both UNO games last week. A very disappointing week for UNO, obviously. Yes. Especially Northwestern State is actually a really talented basketball team. They mm-hmm. probably the most talented team in the league. They came in, played a great game on Saturday. That's not the issue. The issue was the losing to Texas A and M Commerce, the first year mm-hmm. Division One program when UNO was up double digits at halftime. Yep. Mark Schlesinger said they were, he was going to be kicking himself about that all year. That was a that was a tough one. And, and like you said, whoever you think is going to win the league, that's the team that's not going to win the league. That, that's how that, he said. That's how balanced it is right now. And this is truly you hear people say it. It's actually true that any team in the league mm-hmm. can beat any other team in the league. Holman Road this year. There's no true. elite team. There's no t- terrible team. And so yeah, it, it, UNO put themselves behind the eight ball. Obviously, they could be they could be tied for if they'd have beaten Texas A and M Commerce, they would. Mm-hmm. Been tied for first place. They right. lost that game, lost on Saturday. Now they're in seventh place. <laughs> right. And teams Southeastern and Nichols are right up there. Um, any, it, it, it's still anybody's game. Um, for in UNO's case, you know they they obviously they play at Southeastern tonight. They have the rematch on Saturday. UNO has mm-hmm. to win at least one of those two right. um, to to stay you know in, in within striking distance. But but anything anything's in play. And you know, that conference because the tournament means everything to that conference. They set it up so that if you don't finish in the top two in the league. Right. It mm-hmm. makes it a lot harder to win the tournament. If you don't finish in the top four in the league, forget it. 
because you got to play right. four games in four days while the top two seeds don't only have to play two games in two, two, two games. That's not happening. So this is a really important time for UNO. They need to, they need to find a way to finish in the top four. Southeastern and Nichols will be, probably will be in the, in the running to, to, for those, those two seeds that get the double bye. But, uh, yeah, anybody's guess because anybody can beat anybody in that league. No doubt. And of course, Loyola eleven and one, sixteen and three overall, uh, and and of course, uh, and they are, um, I believe, fifteenth right now in the NAIA. Uh, so yeah, they're fifteenth, yes, yeah. in the NAIA. So again, another, another good season. We talked about it last week. Change the coach, change the players. Mm-hmm. They're still rolling. Doesn't matter. Their women's team <laughs> is playing well. Quietly, yeah. Tulane's women's team playing very well as well. Uh, and of course, LSU's been a juggernaut with their women's team yeah. up in Baton Rouge. Yeah, that, that, that Kim Mulkey can coach a little bit and, and recruit a little bit. Uh, just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> she could play pretty good basketball back in her day that, as well. That, that too. <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, before I let you go, just quickly, because uh, i got about a minute, uh, Kansas City, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, who you like? I, I I like Cincinnati. Before the playoffs started, and I have the tweet to prove it, I picked Cincinnati mm-hmm. and San Francisco to make the Super Bowl. I said I okay. wasn't that confident on both. I'm more confident on Cincinnati because I'm a Joe Burrow guy. So it's yep. great, plain and simple. That dude doesn't lose important games. It, look, nothing's impossible. It, it, I, I would pick Cincinnati to win that game, even if Mahomes was totally healthy. Mm-hmm. With Mahomes not healthy, I really will be surprised if Cincinnati doesn't win that game. The only, only concern is that, you know, Kansas City, they've lost to them three straight times. They're sick of losing to them. Uh, they, they're going to throw everything they have to, to try to reverse it. But if it's a close game at the end, <laughs> my money's on Joe Burrow, even over Patrick Mahomes, and that, that, that's saying a lot. San Francisco, I have them beating Philly. That's a tougher one. They, Philly, I've underestimated them all year long, so I might as well underest, underestimate them one more week. They beat a pretty an overrated Giants team that had overachieved. I'm not that impressed with that result. I just think San Francisco is the more balanced team, but Philly at home obviously has a right. real chance in that one. Always a pleasure, my friend. Tell the folks about your fantastic website and how folks can follow you on social media. Sure. The website is Tulane.Rivals.com, TheWaveReport.com. Um, again, Tulane's not going to get a lot of signees in this uh, this period coming up in February, but full coverage. They're going to have some more visitors this weekend. You can tune in to go to that website tomorrow. You'll get the full list of who's visiting, uh, what the situation is there. Um, Twitter, at, at Garrismith, um, G-U-E-R Smith. Um, certainly was giving constant updates of the Tulane basketball mm-hmm. game last night at, at Wichita State. And NOLA.com blanket coverage as usual, uh, and I will be covering the the UNO Southeastern game this Saturday for them. So uh, again, that that's that that's going to be a big game for both teams. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Thank you, my friend. We'll check with you with you next week as always. Yep. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Gary Smith. Again, Wave Report, NOLA.com, Tom Spigione. All right, don't forget about Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You need problem. You got problems with the AC system, heating system, because we're in that yo-yo time of year, right? It's wintertime. Uh, call my friends at Burkhardt. They'll be there for you. As again, Nate certified technicians are only doing the work that's necessary. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call for they come to your home. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. I'll just make it simple for you. Go with the company I've trusted over 30 years. You can trust them as well. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. All are open. All are open seven days a week. All will be open during Mardi Gras. Remember, don't forget about your Mardi Gras tickets for the balconies over at uh, Old New Orleans Cookery and also Mambo's. And, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon, Cajun Cannon Restaurant selling uh, um, a parking lot spots uh, for the Metairie Parades. All right, coming up next is Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. 
I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell has $2 grilled chicken burritos that come in two bold flavors, Chipotle Ranch and Salsa Verde. They're bursting with grilled chicken and delicious sauces. Get your $2 grilled chicken burrito at participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only, while supplies last. Price and participation vary. Tax extra. Delays are solid if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection from Stomp Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling on the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. In the meantime, delays are solid. 10 eastbound from just past City Park to Orleans and delays pick back, pick back up. 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from North Claiborne to Canal. Also look out for delays solid. 10 westbound from the airport to Williams. Look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side right at Canal Boulevard, and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson broadcasting for the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by, again, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, the Hideout Bar, and, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Canada Restaurant. Voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Folks, you can go head over there, and again, remember Mardi Gras, they are selling parking spots. You can rent a parking spot uh, for the Metairie uh, uh, parades. Also, again, amazing cocktails, incredible beer selection, a menu that includes, again, New Orleans favorites, but also great American fare, uh, and, of course, where a place where you can catch every single game that's on. 30-plus TV screens, even have uh, TVs in the restroom. You'll never miss a play. Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant's unique, perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture, authentic Louisiana cuisine. Uh, the memorabilia there is like museum-type memorabilia, one-of-a-kind items. You could spend an afternoon just walking around, checking out all the memorabilia. Open seven days a week, open late, 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa, lunch and dinner at Bobby Bear's. Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, so good. Thanks to Gary Smith for joining us in the program. Now we head up to Baton Rouge. Our good friend Jordy Collada of the Jordy Collada Show is with us. His show is absolutely fantastic. If you've not checked it out, again, I don't know what you're waiting on. He's taking the digital platform by storm. He now, again, has seven shows that are that are on his his platform uh, that are doing very, very well. Uh, again, he's really growing on that platform. But, but again, informative. Uh, also, again, very entertaining. It's the Jordy Collada Show each and every weekday, 7 to 9 on uh, on YouTube. And he joins us every week on our program as well, and I'm happy he does. Jordy, how are you, bud? Hey, it's good to be back with you, man. I appreciate you adjusting with me. Um, anytime, anytime, my friend. First of all, again, congratulations on the nuptials, uh, and I hope you and your family are doing well. Hope you're feeling better. Uh, wanted to jump into, first of all, uh, with you, would you just uh, piggyback on, on, on the programming and what you got going on with, again, all the shows on your platform, your show, so folks can find that? Yeah, I appreciate that, E. We're, we're 7 and 9 a.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, and then, obviously, with baseball seasons right here, we're, we're excited about Mikey Matuk and his second season of podcasting with us. They've agreed to a deal with Jay Johnson every Monday night. Johnson's going to be on with Matuk and Jared Mitchell. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that program, doing some good things. And then the Will Wade Show, uh, the Will Wade Podcast, has been doing some really good stuff, of just kind of breaking down basketball and keeping up with Coach Wade and what he's got going on. And uh, it's been it's been fun to to see that 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 show grow. So all of that is accessible at FM Digital Media. And uh, like I say, we we get it going between seven and nine a.m. each day. That you can find us on YouTube as well. And the beautiful thing about the show is you can pick it up any time on YouTube. So let's say 7 to 9, you can't do it, trying to get the kids to school, this, that. Maybe you got it going on in the car, uh, but you can watch that at your, at your leisure. So, again, remember, Jordy Collada Show on YouTube. Make sure, again, you subscribe. Hey, Jordy, first of all, I want to I go back to, again, the transfer portal. LSU ranked yep. between first and third across the nation with all the, again, those that really follow this in terms of the transfer portal. Yes, they lost Walker Howard, but they brought in a lot of really good football players they did and really the last one that they brought in he might have been might have been the best prospect in Omar Spate who is out of Oklahoma out of Oregon State and was a three-year starter and their captain up there logged over 300 tackles and when you're talking about um, when you're talking about somebody that needed a, a position of need for LSU they had a huge need at linebacker and go out and get spikes uh, the way that they did to close up their transfer portal run was uh, was really impressive. Uh, you know, on the heels of the defensive backs that they brought in, uh, including Denver Harris, who's a midseason All-American for Texas A&M as a freshman at, at cornerback. So um, they cleaned up. You know, this is the second year in a row that we've seen Brian mm-hmm. Kelly and his staff really 
take the needs uh, of the roster and, and fill them with some really high-end players. Now, do you think they'll be active on National Signing Day, or is it going to be the second um, uh, 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 transfer portal uh, session where, again, they'll be, much, they'll be aggressive once again? Oh, I think it'll be both. I think that we will continue to see LSU just stay active in recruiting, you know, whether it's the portal, whether it's high school, or excuse me, yeah, whether it's uh, it's incoming high school talent, um, you know, they they still need to to replace this roster. They still need to to fill some needs on this roster, uh, and you know, they're not going to stop until uh, you know they get that done. Um, really looks good for next year again, even with Walker Howard moving on. Uh, your 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 impressions of Walker Howard moving on and then moving uh, to Ole Miss instead of what everybody thought was the number one uh, team on his list, TCU. Yeah, I was surprised to see Walker Howard choose Ole Miss, really. I think a lot of people were. I, I don't think anybody anticipated him going to Ole Miss when he put his name into the portal and you know, you see Spencer Sanders transfer in from Oklahoma State. He, he's a guy that looks like he'll probably have the first chance to, uh, you know, to, to, to take those snaps. Um, so, you know, I mean, Howard's kind of in a similar situation that he was in LSU. Whether he just needed a change in atmosphere or whatever it may have been, uh, you know, that's where he is now. And, and like I said, look, Walker Howard will always be somebody that we pull for or I pull for, you know, having his roots here in South Louisiana and somebody that, you know, he, that that decision came down to something that you know I really don't think that we all understand mm-hmm. all the parameters of, of what went into that. You know, I mean, Walker Howard lost his mom at a very pivotal age in his life. She was an LSU athlete. His dad was an LSU quarterback. You know, if you don't know what happened to his dad while he was here, he had a very traumatic experience with a road game in Auburn that you know he threw mm-hmm. four interceptions and uh, you know he came home to to death threats and. You know, local radio hosts want to fight him and, you know, all types of things that we can't even really fathom. And, you know, to have a son that, that could possibly, uh, you know, endure the same thing or, or go through the same stuff, I, I, it's just something I don't – we can't relate to. We don't, we don't know the full story. I, I, you know, we don't know all of, of what went into that decision. So, you know, I, I think that it's easy to support Walker Howard – you know, every game that he plays except for one Saturday each fall when sure. he's going up against LSU. Uh, you know, he, he he loves LSU. His family loves LSU. It just didn't work out for him. And, you know, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people hate that. I hate the fact that you won't be able to watch him play and see him play in purple and gold. But, you know, this is just kind of the way that it shook out. And, and this is something that I think LSU fans are, are, are really going to have to adapt and get ready to, 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 to experience. And, you know, it's not – so much losing the hometown kid, but you know losing a quarterback every year. I think that mm-hmm. you're, you're probably on pace with the way that they're recruiting it, where you've got you know really high end guys that that are there, and you know for the last two years they've had three. You know last year with Brennan and Nussmeyer and and Howard, and this year you had three more with Daniels and and Nussmeyer and and, and Howard, and you know it's it just. You're, you're going to lose one. You're going to lose one every year just because I think that's the nature of the position and, you know, that's the nature of the game now in college football where it, it's easy to pack up and go somewhere else. 
Uh, no doubt. And, and again, look, uh, I've said it since day one. The transfer portal uh, swings both ways. Uh, you, you're going to lose some. You're going to win some. You just hope you're, yep. you're getting uh, you're you're in, you're in the black more than you're in the red. And look, just the way things are now. You know, kids, if they don't get to play within a year or so, they look at the landscape. They're going to go elsewhere. And uh, whether it's NIL opportunity, whatever it is, uh, you know, again, you got to re-recruit those guys every single day. And uh, in some cases, you can recruit them. You can give them all the opportunity in the world, but they're going to go elsewhere. And, and you can't control it. That's right. That's right. And look, that's when you hear Brian Kelly and you hear his staff talk about it, that's that's pretty much the mentality that they have. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's a monster. It's a monster that, you know, you can you, you can you can get some success from, but you might get bitten by, you know, every every now and again. And uh, I, I think that they understand that, um, that, you know, this is like you you mentioned. And, and I agree with you. This is just this is this is the way of the world now. Mm-hmm. This is this is how it works. Um, and, you know, it, it's going to be like this, I think, every year as LSU recruits at a very high level. Yeah, I would agree. Um, the men's team is having some struggles right now. If you could pin down the one thing that you think that this team is lacking and why they're uh, in the situation they are in right now, his last uh, seven games, uh, I think it's, what is it, one in seven or one in six in, 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 the, in the conference now. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, getting blown out, uh, which, again, is, is, uh, is not something uh, they've done. Losers seven in a row, so they're one in seven uh, in conference. Um, just uh, to me, it's shooting. Uh, but to yeah. you, what are you what, as you as you see these these games night after night, what are your thoughts? Well, I think that's the easy answer. I think it's it's offense. You know, I mean, they just lack an offensive threat. But more than anything, you know, it's it, it, it's it, it's talent. You know, I mean, they just they don't have that guy that you can mm-hmm. look at in a, in a, on on a bad team and say, go get a thirty. You know, go go get you know twenty five tonight. Um, you know, that guy just doesn't exist. I mean, when when you struggle to score forty. In league play, and when you consistently can't get to sixty, you know you got you got some real real issues at this level. I mean, if you're at the Power Five SEC level and you can't score, you know, forty two points on the road in conference play, I mean, e, e, you know, you're a long long way off yep. just from a, a talent standpoint. I mean, you know, talented guys can roll the ball out there and score fifty. You know, I mean, sixty points. Um, they just they don't have they don't have the dude that can say hey look I, I know they're going to double team me tonight and I'm going to still get you 25 points and you know I, I know right. that those guys don't exist a lot in college basketball but when you got a team like LSU does where you know there's really, I, I've never seen a team so disrespected offensively I mean the way that they are defending mm-hmm. I mean teams just back off of them I mean it's like it's like watching a, a pickup game at the park that, I mean, that's a great point. Just, you know, you just they, they just step away from them and almost mm-hmm. say like, "Go ahead, shoot it." You know, I yep. dare you to shoot it. Um, and and really, the, the sad part about it is they they don't even pull the trigger. Then you know, mm-hmm. I mean, they they do a they, they they just don't have any type of scoring threat. There's no confidence there. Men's team is twelve and eight, uh, one and seven uh, in conference. Meanwhile, Kim Mulkey is tearing up the entire Southeastern Conference. Talk a bit about that. Well, they're on fire, man. I mean, they won 20 in a row. They, they, they've got probably, you know, one of the best players in the country in Angel Reese. Uh, you know, she's she's a, a walking double-double. Uh, you know, they've, they've got a huge game coming up Monday night with Tennessee that I think is going to be sold out. they got a huge game on the road in a couple of weeks versus South Carolina that everybody in the country is going to be paying attention mm-hmm. to as, as they're the, you know, the only two remaining undefeated teams left in, in college basketball. So, 
you know, look, it, it's it, it's a monster. I mean, she has created a, an absolute monster in 16 months. And, you know, the recruiting class that she has coming in next year, you know, three of them are McDonald's All-Americans. One of them's the number one player in the country. The other one's the top post player in the country. I mean, you know, there's no signs of slowing down. It's a it's must-watch television. You know, it's must-watch yep. TV. It's must-watch mm-hmm. basketball. If you had a chance to get out and see it, you got to do it because it's just you can feel it, man. It's just it's a lot different than anything that we've seen around here in a long time. Yeah, I would agree. Handicap the Sean Payton sweepstakes for me, if you would, before we finish up. Yeah, look, I think that it's interesting to see how this thing's playing out, man. It really is. I think that, you know, the more this thing kind of draws out, the more I think an option for Peyton is is to possibly go back to the television booth. You know, I mean, I think that, you know, he may get out there and, and hear everything that he wants to hear, and he may not have that perfect scenario uh, that, that fits him. But, you know, r- right now I still believe that Houston is the dark horse here just because of, of, of what they have to offer. Uh, and I think that Denver, you know, probably feels the best uh, of, of of where they are. So, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see how how it totally shakes out here. But I, I still believe that, you know, it's a real option for him to just stay with television. Yeah. I'm of the opinion it does not hurt the Saints' leverage at all. Next year it could be the Rams, could be the Chargers, could be Dallas Absolutely. and Chicago, all with openings. To me, that's better jobs than what he has right now. I agree. I agree, and I think he he sees that. You know, I think that he's got enough smart people around the game, he's so well connected to it that, you know, he, he's he's not desperate. He doesn't have to jump. He can wait on a situation that 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 he can, you know, kind of script himself. And I I think that's that's something that that that's real. And I agree with you. He's still going to be Sean Payton next year. Yep. So yes, from 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 a leverage standpoint, he's still who he is. He still brings what, what, what he does to the team and to the, and to the program immediately, uh, and there's still going to be a high price for that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Kansas City, Cincinnati, who you like? I like Burrow. You know, I mean, I, mm-hmm. with my heart, obviously, but I think that this Mahomes sure. situation is real. I mean, I think that he's I agree. He, he's hurt, man. You, you can tell. You, Vegas knows he's hurt. Uh, you can tell by the way that he played immediately after that, that snap that, that he was hurt. Uh, and I think that the way that, you know, Cincinnati and, and Joey and the, the crew is playing right now, when he's playing with that confidence and that swagger, I mean, I'm not going to vote. You know, I mean, I'm not betting against him. So uh, I think you. that, uh, you know, I, I like Cincinnati. I, I think that mm-hmm. they're playing with a confidence that you got to have right now. Yeah. How about Philly, San Francisco? You got you got a, 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 an opinion? Yeah. You know, I think it's going to be a physical game. Man, this uh-huh. is going to be a brawl. Uh, yes. But – you know, from from just a, a fist fight standpoint, it's going to be one that you got to watch. I think Philly has been from wire to wire a better team. I, I love San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I love their mentality. I love their coach. I love the way that they, right. they play. I, I think Philly has you know just been too consistently good all year. When you look at, I think when it comes down to the quarterback position, and they, they have the advantage with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the play caller is probably Kyle Shanahan, but the player is going to be Hurts. And yes. you know, I, I think that you know the home field is probably going to make a difference here and. Mm-hmm. I'll go Philly Cincinnati Super Bowl. There you go. Tell us about your fantastic shows, your great platform, and how folks can follow you on social media. Easiest way to do it is just hit us on social at Colada Show. You can keep up with everything there, man. We got uh, clips from shows. Uh, we've got links to to other shows that you can find. So if you're looking for us, just hit us on social media at Colada Show and catch us every Monday through Friday, seven to nine a.m. on YouTube. Beautiful. Thanks, Jordy. Appreciate the time. Good luck on the game this evening. 
Thank you. See you. You got it. There he goes. Uh, Jordy Collada. His son's actually playing basketball uh, tonight. So, again, uh, hey, man, I remember those days. I, I loved it. I loved playing it. <laughs> I loved coaching it. I loved being around it. Uh, and I miss it. I mean, I still have dreams on playing basketball. And I haven't played basketball in 30 years, okay? Uh, I miss the game. And uh, once you get involved in it, coaching kids, nothing better. I coached my son, coached uh, over, over at St. Francis Sissy when I, was, when I got out of school. So uh, th- those are great times, man. If you got a chance in your lifetime uh, to give time to, to whether it's a playground, a school, uh, your, your, your children are playing, get involved and coach because it is – uh, it's a great opportunity uh, to be able to really get out there and give back. But also, again, it's it's great for you, uh, and, and it's great for the kids as well. All right. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, the Hideout Bar. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. All have a fantastic menu for you, great cocktails. Make sure, again, if uh, you're looking for the Mardi Gras season, the perfect place to go, they are the perfect places to hang out, whether you're going on the balcony uh, at the restaurants or, or again, uh, grabbing a bite to eat or, or, or a cocktail. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Yes, even during the Mardi Gras season, they're working for you. They have after-hour service for you, but also, uh, again, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. If you're looking for a company that will uh, that will treat you like family, it's Burkhardt. But look, look at this. Don't sign that contract with any other company until if you're looking for a new system for air conditioning or heating system or maybe a generator for your home or business, commercial, industrial, residential. Don't sign that contract with any other company to you. Call my friends at Burkhardt. Um, let them come out and give you a price. Let, let, find out what I've known for 30 years, the confidence, again, the, uh, the, 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 that they instill in, in you, and also, again, the service you'll get. Uh, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were close, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. 
Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Is your tub worn out, but you're not sure who to trust to replace it? With over 2 million successful bath remodels, people trust Bathfitter because we know how to do it right. We've been custom designing and manufacturing baths for over 35 years. Our unique tub-over-tub installation takes as little as a day with no demo to fit your busy schedule. And we offer a lifetime warranty on every tub. That's how confident we are in our quality and durability. Bathfitter, it just fits. Visit bathfitter.com to book your free consultation. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. For a truly wild experience this Saturday, head to the fairgrounds, race course, and slots for the return of their exotic animal racing featuring zebras, camels, and more. Post time is 1 p.m. Next, get ready to dance the night away. Saturday night at the Metropolitan Nightclub on Andrew Higgins Boulevard with Jason Ross performing live. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, log on to whereyat.com and click on our community calendar. Or sign up for the Whereyat weekly e-blast to get the latest email directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. All right, folks, don't forget about the uh, Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill. Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and the High Nile Bar. All are open late, all are open seven days a week. And, of course, Mardi Gras at the Oceana Family of Restaurants are second to none. Again, uh, planning your Mardi Gras plans, make sure you do it at an Oceana Family of Restaurant. Eric Asher with you till 6. We'll be right back. Right. 